Well, hello, 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 everyone. It's me, June E. Victor, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nothing More, Nothing Less. I have a very, very good friend of mine. I'll have her introduce herself. Go ahead. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? My name is Transparent Me. Transparent Me. How are you today? I'm doing well, swell, you know, all that, you know, in a bag of chips. I heard you got caught in the rain. I did. <laughs> it, it was like a monsoon outside. And it was pretty ugly. And I couldn't get out of the car because, you know, sugar and chocolate melts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I got to preserve yes, all of my sweetness and sexy. But, you know, I made it. That's I what I'm talking it. about. God is, is good. I'm talking about. So today, on today's episode, we are going to talk about... Oh, oh. Okay. You ready for this one? I'm ready. What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about toxic friends. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> Not the Janet. <laughs> damn it. Not the Janet. We are going to talk I about toxic friends. Yes, ma'am. Jesus. Okay. So, okay. Have you had any toxic friends in your lifetime? I'm sure you have, because I have. Why, of course. Yeah, I feel like everyone's gone through that segment in their life when they had to deal with someone that was draining or negative or whatever, but they could possibly still be in your life today. Or yeah. um, maybe they're, you know, not here anymore. <laughs> Praise Praise God for redemption when they don't be there anymore. You know Listen. what I mean? You have been set free. Free yes. indeed. My yes, God. My ma'am. God. So my question to you is, is there a difference between toxic friends and fake friends? Ooh. Um, for me, I don't think no. My, my answer is no, mm-hmm. because they both vibrate in bad energy. So to me, they're all one and the same. That's very true. They do vibrate in the same wavelength, but I have to disagree. Okay, well, tell me why. Let me tell you why. Okay, so so boom. I think that toxic friends and fake friends, you can be a fake friend and like know exactly what you're doing or whatever, but when you're a toxic friend, there's some cases where you don't know that you're a toxic friend because you're probably like, a person who is very depressed or whatever, and you're draining, and then you put that on your friend. So mm-hmm. in turn, you, you as a person, you as a good person, good human being, you're trying to help that person, and everything that you do to help, nothing works. So it, mm-hmm. it makes the relationship quite draining. So I mm-hmm. think that there could be a different, you could be, you could be a fake friend and not a toxic friend or the other way around, but there are like cases where you can be both. And that's like the deadliest ones, I think, in my opinion. And I, you know, I think the deadliest toxic and fake person that ever existed story-wise in mankind was Judas. Uh Oh, Judas. Go Go ahead. Tell us. Judas. Um, I think it's Iscariot. Somebody's going to say I'm not Christian because I probably messed up the last part, but that's fine. Y'all know who Judas is anyway. But Judas, Judas was a friend of Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
And he might have been a disciple. I think so. I think I think so. Oh no, I, they they come they talk about us. They just call me heathen, but that's fine. Jesus knows my heart. The mm-hmm. Lord knows my heart. One hundred percent. Judas was friends with Jesus, and Jesus was sitting at the table with all his homeboys, and he was like, "One of y'all is gonna betray me." And everybody was like, who, me, who, me, who, me? Everybody was like, who? Like, ow. I'm dying. And then, and then, and then the police came. You know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes. Because Jesus was a black man. Bro. You know, the the police police came. The the popo. Listen, the police came. The popo. (laughs) The popo came. And they tried to get Peter to be a CI. You know what I mean? And what Bible are you reading this from? Pete, when they asked Peter, did he know Jesus? He said, no, that was that was a fake moment. He wasn't toxic, but he did have a fake moment. But Judas, that nigga Judas, <laughs> the Popos found Judas, got Judas to be a CI for Jesus. I said, God damn. Girl, my man's answer to the police money and then they killed they killed jesus judas was toxic and fake as fuck (laughs) that that is the perfect that's the part that's the perfect definition of fake and fake and what is it fake toxic my memory sometimes it just be Fake and toxic. Fake, yeah, fake and toxic. He was the perfect oh. example of fake and toxic. But the thing that gets me uh-huh. with, with the fake and toxic people. Okay. He knew. Judas knew he was fake and toxic. Because after he got the money, he went money, the money. I'm talking about money. Ooh. Jesus. After he went and got the money, he went and offed himself. So he knew mm. he was operating in 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 fakeness and in toxic toxicness because 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 if he wasn't gonna be toxic about it there would have been no reason for him to go break bread with jesus when the popos came to get jesus and and, and take him to the to the cross Girl, he didn't need to be there he knew it was coming i can't i'm just I, saying I, i'm just I, saying but you I, know what in that toxic realm right that is the difference between people who are raised and bought up on love right. and people who are raised and bought up on survival Ooh. jesus based on the stories that we know was a man brought up on love mm-hmm. we don't know many stories about judas but his ultimate betrayal to jesus but you could say and one could imply that his way of being brought up was of survival hmm. and most times those two people right. cannot coexist in a loving way because they just see the world too different in right. love and survival. And a person who is raised on survival will love you the best that they know how, even if it's toxic, and will still do things to harm you because that's what they know. They know they need to survive, and you know they often don't care who it hurt. Right. Oh, man, that is something else. Wow. Right. People who do, who, who are raised on survival, they may not even know that's what they're doing. Don't. Because that's how, it, that's how they function. They function. Right. They're brought up that in, way. In that way of, it's a normalcy to them. 
And because mm-hmm. it is a normalcy to them, they don't see nothing wrong with it most times. So do you think that those people who are raised off of, you know, survival, that they can't really have decent friends because that's how they're treating everyone? Or do you think that they pick, pick one person who they think is weak or one or two people who they think is weak to, to basically do that to? I think it go a few ways. Hmm. You have people, they'll have people that they pick just to survive the things that they need to survive, not given. And they will ride that train and ride that way until they can't anymore. Hmm. And then, and then the other way is, um, I think it is possible for anyone to change. Hmm. That's not always, it's not always an easy statement to make especially when someone has hurt you. Right. Um, but I, I, I have to be fair in saying that every day I wake up, I have changed. I have had an interaction and experience that happened prior, the day prior, or even hours before. That may change and alter my feelings on the world as I see it in the next moment. Right. But, hey, this is the next thing about when you as a non-toxic person realize that someone is toxic. Can don't you, self-sacrifice. You can't save everybody. That's true. And most, most people who are dealing with people who are toxic, and it's two different spectrums because light, light attracts dark, you know, darkness because they want to receive light, but also, hey, misery love company. So you got right. two different spectrums. So on one hand, you know, you have people who are of light and, you know, attracting people with their toxic darkness, you know what I mean? And, and sometimes they can have an encounter with that person of light and it works out in a positive situation where they are bettering, you know, themselves and how they treat people and how they act and how they, you know, communicate in community. And then other times, you know, people say people are toxic, you know, and they be just as toxic, miserable as fuck. Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. And you don't know why. And you have a problem with this person because y'all are mirroring each other in all y'all bitterness and negative negative ways. So do you have you ever been in a situation that you've been toxic to someone else? Ooh, because I know I have. I've been in that situation. Um, and I, I've mentioned this before. I had a relationship in college. Again, mm-hmm. that was in between the time of my me and my husband. Me and my husband broke up, and then <laughs> let the and, people know. Right, Y'all and before we were yeah, before Y'all we were married. Together. Okay, I have to say this every single time we got married in December or whatever, and we were high school sweethearts. But in between times, we did break up. So. I was dating um, someone in college and I feel that I was toxic to him because I think I mentioned this in one of my previous episodes in the date night episode, when you are in a situation where you find your partner and you are happy, you're happy to be with your partner, but you are upset or sad when they're not there. So you don't have a sense of self. So Mm. you have to have that person around for you to be happy. Mm. 
Yeah. So that's basically what happened. So in that situation, I, I had I had him as a clutch because I didn't feel in the moment that no one would ever love me. So he's the only person that loved me. So it, I have to be around him. I have to be with him. And that's the only way that I, I see myself, you know, in, in a good situation, even though the relationship was not the best. And in turn, he was very toxic to me because he would he would do things that I didn't necessarily agree with, i.e. smoking, i.e. Um, cheating, i.e. drinking and driving, i.e. all these other things that I didn't necessarily agree with, but I felt that I had to agree with to stay in that relationship because this person was the person that made me happy. Mm. Mm-hmm. How how often how often do we as people sacrifice our boundaries right for love and like mm, every single day on social media <laughs> oh yeah yes oh, ma'am all that. all that but I yeah. feel that like I don't know about you but do you okay so the question is now as you grow older do you feel like you have less of those toxic people around you or fake friends or whatever the case may be do you feel like you have less of them around you as you grow because your circle is probably tighter or do you think that they just come and go um that's an interesting question for me because my friend circle is small and my friends know that I don't even like people like that. You know what I mean? That's why we're, that's why, that's why we're friends. So uh, <laughs> we're like one and the same when it comes to that. So I'm not, you know, I've never been a person. I know a lot of people. And I think people may have the perception of me that I, I am everyone's friends because I know a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I have few friends. Um, and um I forgot the damn question. <laughs> God damn it, Jen. Girl, you can't say the the D the G D and you just talk about God in the beginning of this. <laughs> well, the Lord knows my heart. I'm on a mission, okay? And I'm ever growing. You know what I mean? And he knows that I got work to do. You know what I mean? Die. Okay, so the I'm question. The question I'm was, just trying to be transparent. Me. You yes, know? ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I love it. So um, <laughs> my question is, do you feel that as you grow older, you have less of those toxic people around you? Oh, as I grow older, I ain't got time for toxic people and toxic shit. So once I identify right. what something is and it don't make me feel good, I just can't no more. Right. And I, I, I unplug and I, I, I can wish you well. But I was in a situation. Ooh. I was <laughs> in a situation. Where and uh, I was in a situation. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna go to that one. I'm gonna go to my first, my first situation. Okay. My first toxic friendship. Mm. I was a freshman in college. Mm. and I met this girl on campus and she was really sweet sweet as pie uh cute cute as cute as a pumpkin 
Um, and I say that because I went to school in Alabama, so like that's like my twist on country shit. I don't that, know. That makes sense. That's that makes sense. Go ahead. <laughs> people are like a pumpkin. A pumpkin is not cute. Right. These and people in Miami, we don't we don't talk about pumpkins. But go ahead. Right. <laughs> She'd be thick as a snicker or spicy okay. hot sausage, but that's not what was in Alabama. That's not what was in Alabama. So okay, I met this girl my freshman year. We were very cool. She was very uh, sweet to me. We, you know, came in together as freshmen. And we began to be a part of a band. And I didn't want to do the band because I just didn't want to. I didn't really... There were people who probably band that, you know, I could have cared left or right about. Um, not that they had did anything to me, you know, anything like that. But I was just like, mm, I could pass. Like, right. this is not a big deal. But she was like, oh, you know, I really want you to do, you know, this thing with me. So I said, okay, I'll do the band thing with you. We would go to class and all day and then have rehearsal all night. And then after rehearsal, we would go have rehearsal for the band. So I would get out of rehearsal maybe 10 o'clock at night and go to band rehearsal until 12 o'clock at night and then go back to campus as a freshman. Very stupid decision as a freshman because, hey, you're getting acclimated. You need to sit your ass down. Anywho, I digress. So we're a part of the band and she starts to uh, date someone, you know, in the band. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And everything was going fine. You know what I mean? And I guess the short of that short is that it was the no-go for a minute with her and that person. Mm-hmm. Um, she was dating one person. I started, you know, talking to someone else, you know, in the band. And everything, you know, was cool. Um, it was fine. It was really, really fine. So... One day, she decides that she does not want to go to rehearsal. And she decides that she's not going to tell um, the person that, you know, is over the band and she's not going to rehearsal because mm-hmm. she wants to get back at uh, the person that she was dating in the band. Wait, before you continue. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that she wanted you in the band and now she's sabotaging the band? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to get that straight. That's just the thing that I am saying and trying to communicate. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, go ahead. So she ditches rehearsal to go on a date. She could have went on a date any other day, but she chose that day to go on a date and ditch rehearsal. So now I'm stuck going to rehearsal, lying, not knowing where she is. I know exactly where she is. Wow. Um, Time goes on. That was a total bust. Her date was a total bust. Um, at this time, she comes back to being in the band after she taught the person in the band that she wanted to teach a lesson, but she stops talking to him. Mm -hmm. When she stops talking to him, she stops talking to him and I start talking to this other guy in the band. Right. And communication between me and the guy kind of got like a little slower, but we were still talking. One day, she asked me to go to her hometown with her. 
And I say, okay, so I'm supposed to spend the night in her dorm room and we get up in the morning and then we leave. And as we're leaving, I think out of my dorm room to go to her room, her phone rings. Uh oh. Her phone rings and I look at the phone. Don't tell me. And it says the guy that I am talking to presently, <sighs> last name. Right? Mm-hmm. So she comes in the room, she grabs the phone, and I'm like, oh, okay. And so she answers the phone. And I was like, oh, who is that? Uh, Michael? And she says, yeah, that's Michael. You know, that is uh, Eric's brother in the band. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because, you know, we all kind of went to the same church. And right. you know what I mean? Not a big deal. Come to find out, it was not Michael. It was the guy that I was talking to in the band. Hmm. And she had started talking to him. Hmm. And after she was talking to one of the other guys in the band, and then she still wanted me to come home with her. And I was like, wait, what? Wow. Right. But my point in that story was that was something that, was a bit toxic for me right. and you know i should let it go then sometime later she went and did the same thing that she did to me to another friend oh yeah so so just because you know sometimes people like to make light of oh you know that kind of stuff is not serious you know what i mean y'all are young dot 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 nah. and then other times people like oh you know forgiveness you know what i mean but Oh, too, you know, when you're dealing with toxic people or just people in situations, boundaries, and no one can tell you whether if someone crossed your boundary, if it's toxic or not. And I was in a place where people wanted to tell me it wasn't toxic. I was in a place mm. where she wanted to tell me, you know, that wasn't, you know, toxic to, to me, you know, accepting that I would have a friend who, you know, if they wanted to, you know, pull up on you know whoever I was talking to they could now in the end that was a better situation for me because if I, I don't believe that anyone can take anything from you <laughs> what's yours is yours and if it meet up again for you then it was for you so that's that um however you don't want that energy long term Right. around something serious that is not a friend that you would want around your husband nope not at all so my question wait 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 wait. so now my question is how long did you stay in the band after that mm, i maybe lasted a month but i don't think okay. so i think i lasted a week i said right. fuck that, <laughs> fuck that but it's good that you can you can find like you can see those traits in people and mm -hmm. just get away from that because i find that sometimes um with toxic people they always play the victim sometimes and sometimes you empathize with their situation so you become in a sense, their caregiver, because you are trying to be very sensitive to the fact that they're feeling this way about certain things and you're trying to hold their hand through certain traumas and, <laughs> and you just forget about yourself because 
maybe you're very invested in that friendship because you had that friend since elementary school. Shit. Reason, season, lifetime. Peace out. <laughs> but it's true. Like, there's so many cases that way that you don't want to lose that friend because of the time that was invested yeah. in that friendship. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to let it go. But I am thankful. Number one, I am so thankful that I have a lot of different fr- little friend groups, but mm-hmm. each friend group that I have is very tight knit and very small. So I have a group of friends that I knew since elementary. Still to this day, we still like go hard for each other. Still have a, we got a group chat, all that stuff. We ha- I have that friend group. I have a friend group from people from, from work that I actually call friend after, friends after I left the um, establishment. You know, I have just little groups that mm-hmm. probably don't really necessarily cross because, you know, a lot of my friends feel very strongly about, about me. So I, sometimes I have difficulties crossing my friends because I, I don't want no dramas. <laughs> Yeah, they be like, uh-uh, she is not your friend. I ain't your friend. <laughs> I don't want no dramas, but, but I would say... She is an acquaintance that you met at work. <laughs> that is not your friend. Never forget. Never forget, June. Never forget. Oh, That's my God. My best friend is that way because <laughs> even in that episode, um, Girl Chat, I was talking about, like, work friends. And, like, I have, like, a group chat with some of my work friends from Orlando or whatever. And she was, I was like, oh, yeah, one of my, like, close to, like, they're really close or whatever. And she was like, close friends? <laughs> what are you talking about, close friends? I don't think so. So, but best I was, say, I am the only best friend that you have. <laughs> it is me, I alone, and I ain't sharing my position inside of with nobody. Okay. That's what she said. But that's what I, she said. That's what she said. But the thing is, what I would say is that, in every friendship that is a healthy friendship, you should be giving something to your friend and that friend should be giving something to you. So it shouldn't be one-sided at all. So even if it's something as little as happiness, or that's not little, but you know, like laughter or whatever, you take joy in meeting that friend or talking to that friend or texting that friend both ways. You know, that's something that that is 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 needed in a healthy relationship versus in a toxic relationship. Whenever you have an issue, you can't talk to your friend about it. But they if they have an issue, they can talk to you and spill all their guts and say all this stuff. But you can't get them to listen to whatever you have to say. So now you have to talk to yourself and figure your life out by yourself. But, you know, that's not right. But sometimes, too, like I have figured out, too. That sometimes you got to be in a position to figure out the answer for yourself. That's a fact. And people don't, people don't, like you say, pe- people don't necessarily mean you bad. You know what I mean? Right. But they just, they ain't got it to give. Right. And that's something that I have, I have experienced in people who are toxic for me or have become toxic for me or I see toxic traits about them. I can see your toxic ways and and be okay, walk away without cussing or fussing you and just know, you know what? I can't be that mad because you ain't had it to give. But just because you ain't got it to give don't mean I'm going to stay here and feel 
abused or neglected too. Right. That's I'm not going to let you bully me or trip me off, you know, emotionally into making me feel like I have to be there for you. Especially yeah. if you're not there for, if the person's not there for you. Or if you cross my boundaries in friendship. Facts. Sometimes but, an apology can be an apology, but that don't mean that the relationship resumes to pick up right, right where it left off. That's a fact. But I would say that, like, in one of my group chats um, with my, my elementary school friends, mm-hmm. um... I, I would say that that group chat is literally there for communication, for laughter, for everything. But if someone has an issue with anything, it is dropped in that group chat and the person is able to come to a, 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 consens- a consensus with that other person and everything is fine because it's either you mention it in a group chat or you mention it one-on-one but you have mm-hmm. to figure it out because if you love that person, you will take the time out to figure it out and solve it. But you have to acknowledge it. That's a big thing. Acknowledgement is a huge thing because if you go on without knowing what you have done wrong to your friend and if they even mention it to you and you don't see what's wrong, then that's an, that's an issue because you have to understand that if your friend is it's feeling a certain type of way you have to empathize and you have to acknowledge and you have to understand what your friend is going through. Even if you may not agree, you have to understand that your friend is going through something in the moment. If it has something to do with you or not, and you have to listen. Okay. So let me ask you this. Go for it. You and said friend talk about whatever your problems or issues are at hand. You want them to understand how you feel. Mm-hmm. or empathize and they can't empathize or sympathize all they can say is i hear you but they not doing nothing to rectify what they did all they saying is uh for conversation's sake they say um that's not how i meant it even though you felt what crossed or that's not how i meant it or i didn't mean to to hurt your feelings, but they continue to say and do things to hurt your feelings or make you feel uh, sideways. Well, well, friend, well, friend, we have to have a break because this is the thing. If you are in a situation where a friend is telling you the honest truth, that's completely okay. The honest truth is fine. But when they have a motive behind what they're saying, that's when it becomes different because everything is based off of, well, I'm not going to say everything, but a lot of things is based off of the heat or the, the, the amount of weight behind what you're saying. So if mm. you are saying things in a malicious way, then we need to have some type of break or intervention or something like that. But if you are honestly saying, friend, that ponytail don't look good in your hair. what if can you tell your friend they ain't got no edges can you or is that like (laughs) (laughs) okay so 
you can, I think, in my humbleness of opinions, if your friend, <laughs> if your friend don't have edges and they are trying to put a ponytail in their hair where the hair is completely pulled back, then you can say, friend, I think you should try a different hairstyle. Like, friend, try a bang or a swoop. Or a, bang. Like a bang. A <laughs> bang. Not the bang gang. That ain't it. Oh my gosh. I wonder if anyone ever told Beyonce that when she put that bang off that that wasn't it. Bruh. Or were they so were they so hive, you know, hive driven that they just said the queen is wearing a chopped up bang and it's fine. Like I, I heard she did it herself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she must have been fine to herself. But that's not right. But you know what? We're not going to talk about Beyonce because right now, did you did you watch? I know this is off topic, but did you watch Black is King yet? I'm sure you did. Did you? (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to die. Do you have a password? I mean, Uh... (laughs) do you know somebody who know how to hack um, people? Uh... I, I mean, God, that it's on Disney Plus. But right. I think, listen, I think they have a, 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 oh, you know what? They probably might not have it because of Beyonce, but they had like a, a three month or one month trial or something like that. Oh, let me find out. Let me go find out. Yeah, I think you should research that. I will give you Cozy's information, but he fussed me out last time. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. No, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. We we got to keep a happy house home. Too many people about Disney Plus. <laughs> no, no, we don't want to cause no havoc. We just we want happy, not havoc. So okay, so off topic again. So right. before, like <laughs> he gonna, I guess he gonna know now. But <laughs> before, I used to give my sister. I think my sister and my brother, spe- specifically my brother, um, Mr. Speed. He he was on another episode. The Netflix password, right? Uh huh. <laughs> he he found out. And then, His favorite well, no, because you know how you have different profiles. So my brother was on my profile. He would mess mix up my profile, like all the stuff that I would want to watch. It'll be at the very back, and then everything that he would want to watch will be at the front. But anyway, so oh. I guess because I didn't know that Cozy also gave his password to his mom and his sister, so it was too many people. so i guess he changed his password i don't know oh lord i thought that at that moment when he changed the password that he didn't talk to me it was like he he didn't say anything about it but he gave me the password but he changed it so most likely he changed it to clear up whatever was you know backed up because he couldn't watch the show so then (laughs) probably like a week or two my brother was like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you got the password. For some reason, it's not, <laughs> it's not working. And I said, oh. <laughs> what did you say? I said, what did you say? I said, um, we got too many people on our Netflix. You got to ask our sister first. <laughs> you know what? Jesus. But he understood. He understood. So till this day, I think he's still on my sister's um, Netflix. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm dying. That's the funniest thing. But okay, so back on top. How do we get back on this topic? I don't know. 
This is this is what you do. I don't know. I I don't even go here. I'm just a guest. You're just a guest. Okay, so let's see. Um, let's look down on my notes. <laughs> I think I think I lost my train. All right, it's all right. Choo choo. Choo choo choo. <laughs> Gotta get back on track. Okay, so I'm gonna switch it up a little bit because we talked about um toxic friendships. And mm-hmm. I don't need, like, I don't think we should talk too much about toxic relationships, but there's this one relationship that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you know about Yaya Mayweather, right? Oh, is that the one who was dating the rapper? Is, what is, is that- his name? I forgot to look up his name to put it in here, but yeah. So, Yaya Mayweather, basically, um, she was dating, oh, what is this guy named? The guy looked like a, a shark. I don't mean to say it. He looks like a shark. Like they all look. Most of them look scary, like sharks and gremlins. You remember that? Uh, that BET Leprechaun movie. That's what they be out here looking like with gold chains and gold teeth. Just, just nightmares. Gremlin, gremlin, leprechaun nightmares. Let's say whole. I get so confused because like. Literally, I'm trying to keep up with the times because I'm 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 30. You you pushing. You about to be pushing 30, 30 soon. Oh God! <laughs> so I'm oh, trying I'm to I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses and all. But okay, so with that with that relationship is extremely toxic. And well, can you can you tell me about the relationship? Okay, so I don't know much, but I do know this one part possibly. I would say maybe at the start of this pandemic, I think it was the start of this pandemic. There was a situation where um, the guy, oh, I wish I would have looked up his name. I should have looked up his name. But anyway, the guy, he was chilling with his possible baby mama. Maybe it was a baby mama. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was someone that liked them. I don't even remember. And then Yaya Mayweather came into the mix, I guess came to his house and stabbed the girl. Lord. Do you remember that? I do remember that. It's coming back. Yeah. Like stat and be a young boy. There you go. There you go. Do you know what song that he raps? I have no idea. I don't listen to that. Me neither. That's toxic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay, so like literally, that is the the highest definition of a toxic relationship because I don't even think they're together right now. So basically you love this boy so much that has multiple baby mamas during the time that you are in a relationship with him. And there's been other clips where she's at a hotel room at a hotel lobby or something like that. And a girl comes and she's fighting the girl. Like, but you know that, that unfortunately too, Okay, not only is he toxic, but she toxic too. Yeah. She toxic to her own self. Right. And there are people who don't want to believe that too. You are in a place where, you know, you not being respected. You out here fighting. You got this man out here making you look stupid. Right. And I can't even say he, you, he got you looking stupid. You done chose to make yourself look stupid because you let him play off of your emotions. 100%. And wait, 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 wait. Bruh, you know, okay, so that's Floyd Mayweather's daughter. You know, NBA, Youngstar, what is it? Youngstar, whatever. NBA, that guy, he actually said something 
like totally disrespectful to her, her father. Oh no. Yeah. And so this is the thing, like what is going on in the household for you to allow that guy to say anything about your father and you still want to be with him like that? You want me to answer honestly? Yes. Good dick, I guess, make you do crazy. Because clearly she was out of her rabbit mind. I'm dying. I'm dying. I actually got to put this episode to be explicit now because of you. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm dying. I am like dead. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to revamp it. Here we go. You ready? I'm going to count to 10 violently, and then I'm going to rephrase it. So, good cock, make your head go tick-tock. Clearly, she was out her mind. I am dead. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Homegirl, homegirl had to be out her mind. She had to be out her mind, because I just don't get it. I wonder what her relationship is like with her father for mm-hmm. her to be in a relationship that is that toxic. I wonder if that's what she watched or is that something that right. she just said, you know, this is good enough for me. Right. Maybe the relationship isn't the best because clearly he didn't teach her how to fight. So... Oh <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus, 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 Jesus. My God, my God. I but hey, it's a, it's a liquor. I'm sorry. I'm, I've been drinking. <laughs> I've been drinking. Watermelon. I don't know the rest right now, but that's all I know. I'm not even going to compete with you. Oh, Sounds like someone's going to be giving someone the Beyonce show after the show. Okay, okay, so now, now, okay, now, we're just going to move forward. Okay, we're just going to move on with this topic. Move forward. <laughs> you have to definitely come on another episode. Oh, I would like to be back. I, you know, I was very nervous um, about, you know, speaking, you know, my truth and my thoughts, because, you know, sometimes, most of the times, it's a bit unfiltered and raw. You know, it ain't for everybody. We, we see. We see. We see. But that's what I love about you anyway, because I'm not going to filter you. So not, what, whatever you say, I mean, you know, me and you, we mesh very, very well. That's That's number one. I don't have to be the one to be explicit, but uh, <laughs> but it's okay if you are. So it's like, it's like I was saying it, I said it, but like you were thinking, thinking it. Thinking it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm so dead. But yeah, so um, all right. So I think I think this is this is this is where we're gonna end the, uh, the episode today. Ooh, I have one question though. Go for it. Go for Toxic. it. Usually, usually in relationships, we talk about men being toxic. Mm-hmm. Oh, <sighs> listen, women are one of the most toxic 
people out there. Did you see that video of um that girl who lit up that car? Oh, karma, karma came back around quick for her. <laughs> like I literally think that if people will just live their life and stop worrying about how people feel about them, the world will be a better place. Because let's mm-hmm. say that in this situation, she was in a relationship with this guy that did her completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Leave him. Leave him. But what about vengeance is mine? Vengeance is mine. I don't want to wait on the Lord. What about that? That's not right. So for me, in my <laughs> opinion, in a situation where like you, cause what my ex, ex, with my ex-boyfriend like, I mm-hmm. had to realize that about myself, that I don't need to take it that step further. I need to figure out how to love myself first, and then I'll be okay. And that's exactly what happened. I took the time to take care of myself, to work out, to be one with myself, before I even went back to the re- in the relationship with Kosi. So, like, forget mm-hmm. about, because what happens is you put too much stress and burden on your own shoulders when you do something like that. For me, it's not, revenge is nothing to me. Revenge makes me more stressed. It doesn't make me happy. So in a situation when you're giving someone revenge, then you in turn just mess with your own psyche. In my opinion, look at the girl. She don't got no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but you know, nowadays people draw them on like etch a sketch anyway. So what does it even matter? That's a true <laughs> Maybe she never had them, but regardless of the fact, the best revenge is taking care of yourself because I'm sure that guy is going to come back and look at your profile, look at your social media, look for you, whatever the case may be, and see that you're doing all right. So in, like, between me and my ex, what makes me feel better is that I won. I won. Okay. Did you let them see the glow up? Um, my profile wasn't on um, private, so if they did or if they didn't, then it's up to them. But for they me, allowed to lurk, right? They're allowed to lurk. I don't really care. You already know me, like right. I, I truly, I truly don't care. That is one thing that I love about myself now versus back then is that mm-hmm. I truly don't care what people think of me. I truly don't care what their reaction is to me. I do me and that's all I can give is me. So if I'm doing something to make myself better, you can either get with it or get lost. And if you lost, you can be out in the bleachers looking at me. <laughs> you I know, know what I mean? Right. So for me, I don't really care. So if he did find my page or if he didn't, it doesn't matter to me because right now I feel like I'm the winner. Because of who I'm with right now and what I'm doing for myself. Girl, yes, you are. My friend is fine. <laughs> she got a booty and she a beauty. Whoa, 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 She got a man that's a husband. <laughs> and her man, her man be treating her right. Oh, you are dying. winning. You are winning. I'm dying. You're winning. So, oh, one other mm-hmm. question. Go for it. I want to know your opinion on who is toxic between this whole Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion? <laughs> I Are they say, both toxic? Listen, in this situation, 
all the fans, all the everyone that's talking about it is toxic. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. One more, one more, one more. Who was more toxic? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do two okay. more rounds. Go for it. Okay. So, to, between Tori and Megan, everyone is toxic, including everybody who's talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next, who was toxic? Issa or Molly? Oh no, you did. Yes, I did. Who was more toxic, Issa or Molly? Molly for sure. Okay. I'm going to say this one piece. Okay. And this one piece only because there are so many angles that I can, I can, we can discuss. Okay. The moment in this last season when Molly, Issa, and the two boos were playing the game in the room and Mm -hmm. Molly sent a text message to her Asian boyfriend, but instead of sending it to him, he sent it, she sent it to Issa. Uh-huh. In that moment, ruined the whole relationship. The whole entire relationship. Why couldn't she just, li- just live in the moment? Okay. Sometimes, and this is just people. No. What, no, this is just people. This, 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 is, this is just people. Mm-hmm. It's hard for people to live in the moment. When they not there, when they stuck in the past. Oh, that's a fact. When you are stuck in the past, it is impossible for you to live in the moment. Right. And that's just facts. Wow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She was definitely stuck in the past. Like, get over it. Why, why were they even fighting anyway? I don't know. Oh, because I think Issa wanted her to talk to the boyfriend to get her some talent oh, for the yeah. show. That's true. But that's something so small. She was I mean, over the relationship. She was over the friendship. And that was the last straw that broke the camel's back. It's her going behind her back and speaking to her boyfriend. Because that's so small. That situation is very tiny. Hmm. I mean, don't, get, don't get me started. Don't get you started. No. We'll get you started on another day. How about that? Yeah. You know what? When the season, if the season comes back, we can probably do a series on it. I would like that very much. Yo, we can do that. Hopefully it comes back with this quarantine and all that. We don't know what's coming back. Yeah. I mean, they always be taking forever. Right. That's the truth. (sighs) So guys, go ahead and follow me on IG. Um, at NMNL Podcast. Again, that's NMNL Podcast. We just hit a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a milli, a milli, a milli. <laughs> we just hit a hundred subscribers on there. So that is fantastic. Woo! Um, <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. And also follow me on Facebook at Nothing More, Nothing Less. Um, yeah, and thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really did enjoy your company. Thanks for having me. You got it. You got it. Okay, so I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.